Now, as we've told you previously, these NGOs in Texas and Arizona and over in Mexico are really doing a ton of damage to our country. They are helping and promoting illegal migration into the United States, and it's something that's caught our attention, and we want to continue to bring your attention to it. As you guys might recall, we did have Taylor Hansen on this show. He has now confronted San Antonio police, and he says that they are working with these NGO groups to um, help bring illegals into the country. Ultimately, what's happening is they're saying that off-duty police officers for the San Antonio Police Department are using, while they're in uniform, by the way, they are using company vehicles and they are working with these NGOs. They're being hired. And as you can see, they're literally operating in uniform. Now, I did reach out to San Antonio PD to get their side of all of this. They did not respond to our request for comment. We've also reached out to the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, as well as the Texas AG, Ken Paxson. Now, they don't want you talking about this, and Taylor Hansen knows that directly. When he confronts these, these officers that you see here in this tent right now, they get very, very aggressive with him. So it's interesting. Again, what are all these NGOs doing and why are they so uh, why are they so protective over what they're doing? If what they're doing is completely legal, because, again, they do get taxpayer money from our federal governments, as well as other sources like the Soros. Why are they continuing to operate in such secrecy? And they're very aggressive when journalists confront them. And there's somebody who I found on Twitter who constantly confronts these NGO groups, and yet they're not happy about it. So I want to bring him in because he knows better than anyone that I've spoken to so far. Let's bring in Hernando Arce. He is a citizen journalist. Hernando, thank you so much for joining us. Well, good. Uh, hello there, Brianna. Uh, thank you for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here today. We're so happy to have you on because we've been talking about these NGOs. A lot of people that I speak to down at the border say that they are extremely dangerous. They are the ones who are promoting the illegal migration into our country. They're telling these migrants what to say to get in and leading them to certain ports of entries, illegal ports of entries. Like they're not entering the actual legal ones, but they're giving them like we saw a couple of weeks ago in Eagle Pass, Texas, when all those migrants gathered. A lot of people that I spoke to said that a lot of these NGOs were helping coordinate that effort to make sure that they were all coming into one area to overwhelm Border Patrol. What do you know about these NGOs so far? What are you learning? And why are they so aggressive when you confront them and you try to get some answers? Well, that's a great question. You know, I, I've been covering the the migrant center, but I, I recall it the American Replacement Center because that's what's happening. Uh, these people that are coming here unvetted are, are going to be replacing the, the working class, the blue-collar American citizen here in this country. But to answer your question, Brianna, uh, these NGOs are, are very aggressive with me. Uh, uh, because uh, th this is their this is their cash butter bread. Uh, mm -hmm. We have three major NGOs here in San Antonio, Texas, that are running the, the center. Uh, the three NGOs is Catholic Charities of San Antonio. Yes. Number one. Oh. Get my seat <laughs> I can see I'm out on the field. You're in the, the field. Yeah, this is yeah. the life of an investigative journalist. I mean, you're out in the field okay. right now confronting people, so we appreciate your time. If you need to take a break, yeah. let us know. No, we're good. But uh, the, the three charities is Catholic Charities of San Antonio, number one. They got a $1.4 billion with a B grant and, and contract from the federal government, your tax dollars. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. The second one is called Endeavors. Endeavors with an E is another major uh, contract company that has received hundreds of millions of dollars. I think there's a report that is over a billion dollars as well. And so, uh, and then the third one is called Interfaith Welcome Coalition. And so, uh, you know, these, these NGOs, 
they're very aggressive with me, more aggressive than the, than the, than the illegal aliens. Uh, yeah. they, they, they already planned to uh, blow up my vehicle at the center. Uh, they threw gasoline on my vehicle. Uh, I'm on, on Brianna's podcast. Hold on, because I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> all right, so that's, the, uh, that's how it works here, Brianna. It's all about the money for these people. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, so you've confronted a bunch of them. We're going to get that up on people's screens right now so they can see it. But if you're listening audio-wise, we'll kind of just break it down for you. Ultimately, um, you confront these these NGOs. You did so just yesterday. You released a video while you guys went outside of one of these uh, facilities. I think you just referred to it as uh, Catholic Charities RGV. Uh, tell us a little bit about those confrontations that you get into, because I find them quite interesting about how aggressive they are. They won't even let you uh, stand on the sidewalk in front of their property. They actually told you at one point to, to get off. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah we're, we were actually recording in McAllen, Texas. McAllen, Texas, uh, Brownsville is the Mecca, is the international home base for child sex trafficking in the world any given day. Here, there's te- there's thousands of children. I believe the report is 11,000 children. Carlos uh, Oriano is an NGO, NGO whistleblower who's, who's feeding me this intel. Uh, so yeah, we were here. We're documenting the the, the, the sex trafficking of children. Uh, then there are over 350 locations in this country right now that are holding these children, 17 and under, as 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 young as infants as months months old. So. Uh, to answer your question, the uh, the NGOs in, in, in McAllen, where I recorded a couple of clips here a couple of days ago, uh, they they do everything in the dark of night. Their windows are tinted black. Uh, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you can't even confront them and ask them questions. They shut you down. And mind you, Brianna, you know, the left always say separation of church and state, separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. This whole campaign invasion is controlled and operated and run by church Nonprofit organizations and the state, the federal government. That's the irony of it all, the hypocrisy of it all, Brianna. Yeah, yeah. Do you think if so right now, House Republicans, they did pass H.R. 2, which would defund these NGOs. Technically, it pretty much might not get the passing or the blessing of, of uh, Joe Biden. He's already said that he wouldn't uh, bring that forward. He'd veto it if it came to his desk. Do you think that the core of most of our immigration issues in this country are related to these NGOs and that they have to be defunded? Absolutely. They should be defunded. And Congress, you know, Mike Johnson has the power of the purse. He was here a couple of weeks ago, a couple of, you know, like a week ago. So far, you know, they've not taken any action to do that. Uh, hopefully uh, the, the bill should pass. Um, the NGOs, uh, there are thousands of them. This is a well-orchestrated assembly assembly line that they have. And they've been, they've been planning this for years. I would say back to the Obama days. Um, so you know, yeah, the NGOs that definitely should be def- defunded, um, and these are all nonprofit, faith-based organizations, which makes me sick because I'm a Catholic, and to see that the Catholic uh, organization, the archbishops are 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 involved in this, it's it's just really just disturbing to a lot of Americans, you know. So yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about your background a little bit and why you're so passionate about confronting these these NGOs and these individuals who are who are leading our country down a very negative path. And that's putting it nicely. But you're very passionate about this. You confront these individuals quite often. Hernando, why do you do that? Hmm. Well, you know, I do it for God and country. That's how I end all my videos. Uh, this is a passion for me. It's been a passion for me for over 10 years mm-hmm. when I lived in New York City. 
I am a political refugee that escaped from New York City uh, 10 years ago because my neighborhood, I didn't recognize it anymore. And I took out my camera back then and I started recording all the illegals in my, in my city. And so I decided to leave to, to Texas, thinking that Texas has that, that culture of rugged individualism, you know, come and take it on that bumper sticker and mm -hmm. don't tread on me. Little to find out, Brianna, that Texas is, is being taken over. You know, right now we're, we're this close to losing Texas. We lose Texas, we lose the country. And I say that because I live five miles from this, this center, uh, this American replacement center. And w where is the cowboy with the white hat? You know, uh, where is no one? My, my new hashtag is no one to come. No one is coming to save you, Brianna. I don't care if it's your mayor, your governor, your, your National Guard, your sheriff, your, your, your the Supreme Court. They have all failed us and they've all got us into this mess. Both the D party and the R party. Both parties got us into this mess. So that's my hashtag. No one is coming to save you except Jesus Christ. So, um, yeah. and that's what that's what we're dealing with. I'm also, by the way, I'm here with Joseph Trimmer. Hi, Joseph. I've seen Joseph in your videos before. Hi, Joseph. How are you? Joseph, you do he's great work. Well. The two of you do great work. Yeah, he says, thank you. He's on his, he's on his laptop, right? I have my earpiece. <laughs> thank you. Oh, so you can't he hear says, me. <laughs> so it's a, t it's a team here. You know, thank God Joseph came because I was doing it pretty much by myself at the center, Brianna. And mind you, there are dozens of these welcome centers in Texas and Arizona, and I don't see any other citizen journalists covering it on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm the only one I know so far. I mean, you got great journalists out there. I'm not saying there aren't, but as a citizen journalist covering these centers, there's so much, there's so much information out there, so much footage you can get that's incredible. Every time I go to the center, something organically happens, and it's 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 my followers are very proactive. They're very supportive and. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a this to answer your question, there's a need for my kind of journalism, because, uh, you know, when I get in the truth from the legacy media, not getting the truth. These are not human. These are not asylum seekers. I read their documents, those yellow envelopes. I pulled them out numbers of times and read them on camera. What they say, they've been arrested. Right. Yeah. They've been detained. They've been processed. They've been geo geo uh, metrics on their eyes and their fingers to make sure that they have not committed any crimes in this country. We don't know what they've done in other countries. They've yeah. murdered somebody in the other countries. Uh, they've been uh, uh, released on their own reconnaissance. They have a future court date, not with a judge. You would think it's with a judge in, in six, you know, six months or whatever. It's with, a, it's, it's with an ICE officer babysitter. These people are not going to see judges for years and years. Everything yeah. always gets postponed. There's, there's a three million backlog for these illegals. We are so screwed right now. It's incredible, Brianna. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's intentionally being done. And like, I definitely see eye to eye with you in a lot of this, Hernando, because I come from New York, too, and I moved to Florida. Same reason. I hate the politics in New York. I Once I saw they passed criminal justice reform, I was out because it was garbage. It was garbage legislation. You knew that it was a criminal bill of rights. And it's exactly what's happening today in New York. We're seeing that New York is being flooded with these illegal migrants. And you know what? I think it needs to happen. I think that these Democratic voters, these Democrat voters need to see what's going on firsthand. They tend to vote with their emotions rather than with their brains. And until it affects My them, circle. that's when they'll start getting involved in this. And so we need people like you, Hernando, on the border telling us what's going on here. Because also, again, I come from corporate media worlds. As many of you know, we do censor the stories. They have censored stories. It was, uh, for me, it was many arguments in the editorial meetings over it. But ultimately, that's what they do. And they're going to continue to do so. They don't want to show you stories about how many children are being sexually assaulted in order to get here, the women who are being raped, all of that. I, I literally fought 
with an anchor once who did not want to show a video of a of a border patrol agent saying that he found a child who was gang raped on the way over to our country and had internal bleeding and they didn't want to play that on air because they said it was just disturbing it wasn't going to make it to air because it was just too graphic um so yeah citizen journalism needs to take place we need people like you out there hernando telling us what's going on but of course Thank you're doing you. this you're not getting a mainstream media salary you are someone who's independent and so we would like to ask our audience that if you'd like to donate so that you could go out there and do great work to head over to give Senko slash hernando arts again uh his his information will be at the like if you guys go down to the bio and stuff it will be in there the link so make it a little bit easier on you hernando thank you for everything you're doing please stay in touch with us Hey everyone, I'm getting ready to head out right now, but before I go, I always have to put on some deodorant. And I used to look all the time for the best deodorant. I couldn't find it on the shelves at all until our good friends over at Give a Derm came out with a brand new deodorant. This one's called Pits Me Off. It's incredible. Watch this, it's super easy. Ta-da, and that's all you need. And it dries super quick. Obviously, I'm wearing black. There's no white residue left over. It's a natural deodorant. It's made right here in the USA. There's none of those Chinese harmful chemicals also included in it. It's giveaderm.com, and then use the promo code Brianna for 10% off. You gotta try it. I wanna let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. Under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.